Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Friday, December 9th. I'm Steve Baker. Suddenly, triple-demic is becoming a household word. More on that later, but first, it's regional weather. This from Ubinet. Moderate mountain snow and valley rain through early Friday, followed by near-impossible mountain travel late Friday through the weekend. Widespread gusty winds Saturday will bring whiteout conditions over the mountains, possible power outages, and difficult driving conditions across the valley. Isolated thunderstorms possible Saturday afternoon and evening in the valley and foothills bringing brief moderate to heavy rainfall. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, 30% chance of showers, cloudy and a high near 43. Tonight, showers mainly after 10 p.m. and possible gusts as high as 26 miles per hour. New precip up to one inch possible tonight. Saturday, showers with thunderstorms possible after 4 p.m. Some could produce heavy rainfall. High near 43 and breezy, gusts could reach 40 miles an hour, 100% chance of precipitation Saturday. Saturday night, showers and possibly a thunderstorm. Sunday, rain and snow showers becoming all rain after 10 a.m., High 39, low 29. Early week, lows in the mid to upper 20s. Sacramento today, mostly cloudy, then a slight chance of showers, high 53. Tonight, showers likely, low 46. Saturday, showers and breezy, high 53. Sunday, showers likely. Truckee today, mostly cloudy, high near 33. Chance of snow after 5 p.m. Saturday, snow, heavy at times and a high of 35. New snow accumulation, 7 to 11 inches that day and 6 to 10 inches Saturday night into Sunday. Placerville today, cloudy and a high of 47. Tonight, periods of rain after midnight and a low of 44. Angels Camp today, mostly cloudy and a high of 53. Tonight, cloudy with rain developing after midnight and a low of 43. California is heading into this year's winter holiday season in a position that has become all too familiar, says the Sacramento Bee. Hospital systems across the Golden State are facing limited capacity as a growing number of Californians are getting infected by a triple-demic of illnesses, the flu, COVID-19, and RSV. Already inundated by a large number of children suffering from the viruses, state public health officials announcing this week that infections in adults were rapidly rising and flu activity had reached high levels all around the state. The announcement means that flu transmission is just one step below the worst possible level of activity designated by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This is no longer just focused on kids, says Health and Human Services Secretary Dr. Mark Gailey. It's the pediatric kid systems who continue to be stressed and the adult systems who are experiencing overall hospital census numbers that rival some of the hardest moments of the pandemic. The transmission rate of RSV has tapered off within the last month, according to Gailey, but in its place, COVID-19 and flu cases are rising. California's COVID-19 positivity rate of 11 percent is nearly double what it was in early November. Meanwhile, flu transmission in California has nearly reached the same levels seen during the state's last last taxing flu season in 2018. Gailey says he expects up to 10,000 Californians to be hospitalized with COVID-19, RSV, or the flu by the end of this month, a significant spike from the 6,100 currently hospitalized. And locally, Dr. Sherilyn Cook, Nevada County's public health officer, confirms that the illness is spreading not just regionally, but nationally. This according to the union newspaper Grass Valley. 
Unfortunately, we consider ourselves to be in a triple-demic, meaning there are rising cases of COVID, influenza, and RSV, says Dr. Cook. Cook went on to explain that the flu and RSV are both viral infections, but different types. Flu can sometimes develop more suddenly than RSV. Symptoms include sore throat, fever, and chills. There are no antivirals for RSV, so it's important to differentiate which type of illness you have. To do so, she says, one must visit a physician. Meanwhile, the San Francisco Chronicle reports that the winter storm that dropped rain across the Bay Area dumped snow on the Sierras and ski resorts across Tahoe. Heavy snow and slick roads made for dangerous driving conditions, but the precipitation is a boon for California's water supply. Building on gains during a storm in early November, this latest storm brought statewide snowpack up to 106% of normal for December 1st, according to the California Department of Water Resources. The snow is beneficial, but it's still early in the season, says Andrew Schwartz, the lead scientist of UC Berkeley's Central Sierra Snow Laboratory. The previous water year, for example, started out with plentiful rains during October and December 2021, but was followed by an extremely dry start to 2022. We're kind of sitting in the first quarter and celebrating after a touchdown, Schwartz says. Hopefully, it has an indication of how the rest of the year, the rest of the game, will play out, but it's not a guarantee. This week's storm has already dropped about a foot of snow at the lab site. Schwartz expecting that another half foot to foot and a half is on the way before the storm ends. Every snowflake helps, he says. And more from the Chronicle. Despite this week's blast of rain and snow, California water managers say reservoirs run by the state, including massive Lake Oroville, likely won't provide much water for cities and farms the next year as a fourth year of drought looms. The California Department of Water Resources announcing uh, that it expects to meet just 5% of water requests from urban and agricultural contractors supplied by the state water project, many of which are in the Bay Area. The scant allocation, one of the lowest ever, will invariably mean continued pressure on Californians to cut back water use for farms and for farmers to rein in irrigation. Already, many cities and towns are penalizing residents for going too heavy at the tap, while hundreds of thousands of acres of cropland have gone unplanted because of too little water. More than 27 million people and 750,000 acres of fields are served by the State Water Project. Birthdays today include actress Dame Judy Zdench at 88, singer Joan Arbitrating turns 72, Donnie Osmond hits 65, and Jacob Dylan of the Wallflowers is now 53. And now back to your Friday morning show with your special guest host today, Paul Berger. Paul Berger. 